Hi, welcome to the Heart of Hallmark, and this is Grace Hart. Today I'm going to be recapping the movie, The Presence of Love. The synopsis of this is, Adjunct Professor Joss travels to England to visit the farm where her late mother grew up and bonds with single father Daniel, whose family now runs the farm. This movie stars Eloise Mumford. Um, She's a Hallmark veteran. We all love her. She played in the recent Christmas movie, One December Night, A Veteran's Christmas, Just in Time for Christmas, Christmas with Holly, and others. And then Julian Morris, who um, I could only find one Hallmark movie, A Royal Queen's Christmas. So we start with this movie with Joss reading poetry. We find she's a professor at a university. Her boss comes into her office, and she's going for tenure at the university. But she hasn't been published, and they have an issue with one of her writings. Her boss encourages her to work on it and resubmit it. Um, I guess it's a whole application thing for the tenure, that she has to have this you know, big thing, a writing thing. So uh, she's encouraged to work and resubmit it. We also see her taking medication. We're not quite sure what it's for yet. But um, we see that she does take medication, so something's going on with her. We see her talking with her friend and talking about it. The publisher perish is the way things work in that industry. Her friend has been carrying around a gift for her from her mom. She was waiting for two weeks before her 35th birthday to give it to her. So her, we find out that this is a um, a trip back to England to the farm where her mother grew up. And her mother had set everything up before she passed away when she was sick. So everything has been done by her mom. All she has to do is go. We also find out she has anxiety, which is why she takes the meds. Her friend tells her to go. She needs it. So off she goes back to England to the farm where her mom grew up. We meet Daniel and his daughter. He now runs the farm where her mom grew up. His mother lives there, owns the farm, and he runs the farm. Daniel picks her up at the train station. He stops her from walking into the road with a car coming. We see that she's seeing images of her mom, and um, so she was distracted. He helps her with her luggage. She just assumes he's the driver. Uh, We get a nice wide view of the beautiful scenery, and it is beautiful. We see Daniel's mom talking with a guy about turbines. She doesn't want them on her land. So um, here come Danny and Joss. He explains to his mom that he invited Felix by to talk about the turbines. And she's angry that he already rented out the guest house, turned it into like a little bed and breakfast. And she doesn't want, she doesn't seem to be his thinking outside the box stuff that he's coming up with to try to sustain the farm. So I guess turbines is one of his ideas. Felix is a friend that he grew up with to try to pick an area, again, to get paid to do that and bring in some income into the farm. So we already can tell the mom is not very pleasant. She's not liking change. She's not liking his new ideas to keep the farm sustainable and bringing in money. He shows Joss to the guest house where she will be staying. It's a great little cottage, character and great views. She wakes up in the middle of the night. She's remembering her mom. She talks to her, saying she's there. Now what? We see Josh outside working on her research paper to resubmit, and the dog comes up. And um, she pets the dog. 
And now we meet Daniel's daughter, whose name is Tegan. So Tegan follows the dog and meets Josh. They talk about writing, and she tells Tegan that she's a teacher, and if Tegan needs any help, to just ask her. She's more than happy to help her with anything. We see Josh taking off on a walk, and again, the scenery is beautiful. We also cue over to Daniel and his friend Felix talking about the farm. Daniel says his mom is stubborn. They have been friends since school. Daniel is just trying to keep the farm running, and he thought wind turbines would be a good idea, and his mom just wants to keep the farm all sheep. We see more beautiful scenery on Josh's walk. She's by the ocean and reciting poetry, breathing in the fresh ocean air. And again, we see that in her mind, we see that she sees her mom down by the water. We know she's not really there. Josh's brain is just remembering. But we've all been there that, you know, in our mind, we see the people that we've lost and the places that we want to remember them. So very, very poignant. And the dog finds her. We find that Daniel's been out working in the fields. He's building a wall. So they talk, and she helps him with the wall. They talk about why she came. She became a literary teacher. Daniel asks why she chose to come there. And she says that it's where her mom grew up. Her grandparents sold the farm to his parents. Her and her mom always talked about coming out there together, but time ran out and her mom passed away. He tells her... He left to get a master's in business and work in the city, but he came back to help his mom. Um, I'm assuming because the dad's not there that when his dad passed, he came back to the farm to help his mom run the farm. So she heads back to the farm. Tegan is outside kicking a ball, and she needs Josh's help with a poem. Josh, Josh looks at her poem, and um, Tegan leaves. It's, it's in like a little notebook. So uh, Tegan leaves the notebook as she heads off for soccer practice because the grandma's calling her. So uh, we see Josh looking at the book. We see Josh uh, later heading up to the main house. The grandmother answers the door. And uh, grandmother isn't very friendly. So Josh just is asking if Daniel's there. And she ends up just coming up to the grandmother and excuse that she just was bringing the notebook Tegan left. Grandmother certainly is a little prickly. We see uh, Tegan is working on some art with her grandmother. The grandmother talks to Daniel. And uh, Josh has talked to Daniel, and Josh thinks she may have dyslexia after looking at her notebook. She sees Daniel and the grandmother talking with Tegan, and Daniel comes to talk with Josh. She says, Tegan hasn't made any connections since they've been there, but she has connected with Josh. And he would like Josh to help her with the poem. Josh and Tegan work on her poem, And they start singing and dancing. Poetry should be fun. And they have fun. She makes it fun for Tegan. Daniel invites Joss out with them. She thinks a break might be good and goes with them to an outdoor puppet performance. Um, I guess when the mom set it up, they also have a big literary festival in this town as well. So that's what her and her mom are going to go there for. So she's here, particularly at this time, for the literary festival that is going on as well. We see that Felix is there, and the kids go with the mom to get ice cream. So Joss, Daniel, Felix, and his girlfriend go to the pub. Joss has fun, but has to get back to her work. She decides to walk home. She gets a call from her boss that there are four other people vying for the tenure position. This adds a lot of stress to her paper rewrite. Her anxiety level is very high, and we see that she's starting to have a panic attack. 
she starts reciting poetry to calm down. Felix and Daniel are talking. His mother comes up behind them. She's not very happy. She's very tough on him. He argues that he's doing all he can. Daniel asks Joss to come with him to the cove. He says he could use the company, so she goes with him, and she recognizes the place from her mom's home video. Her mom had talked about this place all the time. It's beautiful. They walk down to the water. She starts having a panic attack. So they head back, they walk, and she tells him about the anxiety attacks. She was in a car accident with her dad, who had died in the car accident when she was nine, and she's had the anxiety attacks ever since. She says this whole trip was a gift from her mom. She tried to get her um, get her out of her comfort zone. Daniel shows her a bookstore, and she just loves it. He tells her, pick out a book. He's going to buy it for her birthday. So um, Tegan comes home. Her grandmother says that her dad is out with Joss. They went to the cove. Tegan says she likes Joss and can tell her dad does too. So they have tea. They talk. They bond. We find out Daniel's wife just left, left Tegan with a babysitter. He came home to find her gone, and since then it's just been the two of them, and his mom has been a great help. He says it's in the past. She admires his ability to live in the present. He says he's worried about Tegan, and he has an appointment with her teacher, and uh, since Joss had pointed out the dyslexia, would she join him? Um, so we see Joss and Tegan working on poetry, and Joss is reciting poetry. Tegan is drawing it. At the school, the teacher is great. Now that they have seen the signs of dyslexia, they will have her tested and they'll be able to work with her and teach her how to work around it. His mother criticizes Daniel for taking Joss with him. She's reaming into him. She's seen the plans for the farm with the turbines, and she really has some cruel things to say to Daniel. We see Josh coming up to the house later to use the printer. The grandmother is there. And she asks what her mother's maiden name was. And Josh says that her mom grew up there. Her grandparents were the ones that sold her the house. The grandmother asks to be excused for a minute. She comes back with the wooden box. Says she found it a year ago when cleaning out the mill, and she thinks it was left by Josh's mother. Josh opens it up. There's a book in there. And Josh starts crying. It was signed from her grandmother to her mother. Her mom had memorized all the poems in that book and would recite them often to her. She has been missing something, searching for something since her mother died. The grandmother consoles her, saying her mom is still with her. She lives inside her, and she carries her in her heart. That was very nice of the grandmother. We finally see the grandmother opening up and that she she does have a heart and isn't such a prickly person once you get past the outside. She tells Josh to sit there as long as she needs to, so Josh sits by the fire reading the poems and her mom's notes in the margins. She reads and pictures her mom. Back at the school, we find that Tegan will begin testing. Daniel tells her that things aren't easy, but there are lots of people who love her and will help her. Tegan is glad they came to the farm. We cue back to Josh working on her paper. She keeps crossing things out. She has an anxiety attack. She rips up the papers and throws them into the fire and breathes a big sign of relief. We see her writing an email. We don't get to see what it says, though. Daniel and Tegan come home. Josh is outside. She says she withdrew her application for tenure. She can 
fused a secure job with safety. Life is a risk. You have to embrace it. She didn't quit her job, though, so she still has her job. She's just not vying for the tenure. She gives Tegan the book of poetry that was her mom's. We find out that her mom had dyslexia, too. She saw the poetry different, but in a beautiful way, all on her own. Daniel thanks Josh for saying that, making Tegan feel good, that just because she has dyslexia doesn't mean something's wrong with her. It just means she sees things in a different way. Daniel asks if she would go to the festival with them as the kids read their poems. Does Tegan read hers? So let's wait and see. Go to the festival. I love the festival. I love having people get up and read and act things out with literature. And the last reading, it is Tegan. She does decide to get up and read her poem, and she does it. Her poem isn't ready, but she decides to read a poem from the book her grandma that um, Joss gave her. And the grandmother has cards with her drawings and with the words. She does great. Tegan said that that was her birthday gift to Joss. Grandma takes Tegan to the after party with her class, and Daniel and Joss walk around and go out to celebrate her birthday. Joss says she's leaving in the morning. He asks her to stay longer, but she says everything has been perfect, but she stayed at the farm, went to the festival, did the things that she and her mom had talked about, and she's ready to go home. She kisses Daniel goodbye. We see Joss walking to the cliffs, the beautiful scenery overlooking the sea. It's beautiful. And we see her mom next to her, which we know is just symbolic, but it's still a wonderful thing that she can feel her mom there with her. Back at the farm, she's ready to go. Okay, this did crack me up, though. She's got one piece of rolling luggage with her, one piece that she came with and left with, and yet we saw her in multiple outfits plus three coats. I noticed she wore a pink, a blue coat, and a red coat. So I want to know how she fits all that stuff in one piece of luggage. I guess that's Hallmark magic, people. Goodbyes are said. We see Daniel watch through the window as the car drives off. He and his mom talk. He admits her tea method is better than his. They had this running thing. He used a bag. She steeped hers, you know, which was better. He also asks if she would come around to the turbines. She says the sheep won't like it. <laughs> and he asks if the sheep told her that. He thinks they should do it. It will help them. She agrees for him to go ahead. He promises to never let her lose this place. He loves it too, and so does Tegan. They hug, and she asks forgiveness for the cruel things that she said, and said that he deserves to be loved. Daniel goes to the train station. He tells Josh that she can't leave. He asks her to stay. She can use the cottage as a base and travel and read, do some of the romantic, you know, do something romantic, daring. Life is a risk. She agrees to stay. They kiss. We cue to one year later, and we see that she's now helping to make the literary festival a fantastic one. She's part of the the crew. Daniel asks her to take a walk with him. She says, always. And then that's how it ends. I did love the couple phrases in this. Um, ladies use loose tea. Him and his mom had this debate. She, The mom used steeped um, tea leaves, loose tea. He used to use a tea bag. But I like the way the grandma says, ladies use loose tea. 
Another quote was, there's no right or wrong in creative writing. And the last quote is, life is a risk. You just have to embrace it, which is exactly what Joss learned to do. She learned to get over her anxiety because life is a risk. I rated this a four out of five. I loved this movie. It was fantastic. Um, Eloise Mumford, she's just always great in all her movies. And she just nailed this. This was filmed on location. So scenery, scenery, scenery. Gorgeous. Storyline of her missing her mom and feeling lost was fantastic. I think so many people can relate to that, whether it's their mom, but just someone important they've lost and um, that it's not easy to, to move on from that. I loved it that they covered the girl having dyslexia and that it doesn't make her stupid or different, just that she looks at things a different way. I liked that. So I enjoyed this movie, would definitely watch it again, and I hope you enjoyed this movie too. I hope you enjoyed the beautiful scenery and just all the wonderful nuances this movie had to offer. Thanks a lot for listening.